Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Let's find out what the police situation is, the views of the police associations of this country and under the umbrella of police associations, the Canadian Police Association. This is the association that represents the police officers we deal with on an individual basis. You know, they're the officers we see out on the streets. They're the officers who are in our communities. Tom Stamatakis is the president of the Canadian Police Association. He joins us from Vancouver, and the question is, uh, what are the options available to police as well as limitations on options at this particular time? Tom, thank you very much uh, for, for taking the time and joining us. What's your view of Canada's police officers or what's the view of the Ca- Canada's police officers as far as the truck convoy in Ottawa blocking streets and having their presence described as an occupation? Do you subscribe to that? Well, I, I, I think it's obvious that they've taken over um you know, a portion of that city, and 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 had a tremendous, tremendously negative impact on the residents and businesses that are that are affected by their 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 occupation in in that part of the city and their activities there. Uh, from a policing perspective, it, you know, uh, I'll use two words, I guess. Our police personnel are extremely frustrated and they're tired and. The last three weeks, it's been Ottawa uh, and other parts of the country, Windsor, southern Alberta. But we've had, you know, protests that have occurred in this country, particularly over the last couple of years and beyond for a long time. And, and, and they're becoming more frequent. And I think protesters are becoming more emboldened. Uh, and you can see that through their their activities and tactics and, and the things that they're doing. And, and in the middle of it all, are the police personnel that have to respond in, in an environment where I think all levels of government have to rethink their response to these protests and, and how they engage, and, and we need to do better. Yeah, you know, I've been watching the individual police officers, and then I look for leadership and guidance to come from the federal government or from provincial governments. The federal government has really turned to the provinces and said, essentially, this is your job, or they seem to have hung individual police officers or police uh, uh, departments, police services, out to dry and said, this is your issue, when leadership should have come from Ottawa, from the federal government. So from the individual police officers, and I also understand many of them have had no days off. They've worked uh, double shifts in order to be able to meet the requirements that are put before them. From the individual police officer, a hugely difficult situation for them to deal with, yeah? Absolutely, and and you, you sort of, you've hit the nail on the head. The, the, the lack of action, um, and I, I wouldn't just point the finger at the federal government. I mean, I, I was disappointed that the federal government didn't get involved early on. I'm happy they're involved now. The prime minister's involved, uh, public safety minister's involved, the emergency preparedness minister's involved. But this is not just a federal government issue. This is an issue that starts with local government. Uh, it, it involves the provincial government and the federal government. You know, in policing, we've been involved in a 10-year conversation about resources. We're under-resourced by any measure in this country. Part of the reason why police services need to have capacity is so that they can manage these kinds of issues in communities when they happen. Obviously, there needs to be a balance, and you can't staff 
for the one-offs, but you need to have adequate resources, funding, equipment, training. Yet in Canada, we've been in a discussion for the last 10 years and in the last two years around defunding, and that's that's fatiguing and has an effect on an organization when you're constantly having to justify your existence. Um, we've got, you know, this country functions and the democracy we have exists because of the rule of law. Uh, we have elected officials at every level who make the law then turn around and criticize the police when they do respond to these protests. Uh, and there's many, many examples of that. And I think that that then undermines um you know not just the police but also the rule of law if certain people can do certain things and there seems to be no consequence or 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 response to that yet you know the average law-abiding citizen and we heard a lot from them in ottawa you know they're living their lives in their condominiums or their houses or 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 their apartments or the businesses who are trying to make a living who have been significantly impacted because of covid are just trying to survive uh there's no they're looking at this and saying well jesus you know i i have to follow the rules uh these people aren't and there doesn't seem to be any consequence to it so you know that's when you start to see this this undermining of trust and confidence and and i I think that's a problem and we should all be worried about it and i think we need to have a long hard look at how um we respond to these issues when they happen these protests and politicians elected officials need to think carefully about comments they make or um, actions they take during these protests that have the effect of making it more difficult to manage them from a policing perspective. Yeah, I'm speaking with Tom Stamatakis, the uh, president of the Canadian Police Association. Professor Ken Coates from the University of Saskatchewan last December wrote an op-ed in the Globe and Mail, which was titled, Canada's failure to properly respond to protests threatens democracy and the rule of law. The country is entering the current age of unrest, weakened and unsure of how to cope with an assertive citizenry. That's what I just heard you say, I think, Tom, and that makes the job of being a frontline police officer far more difficult because they're not sure exactly what they can and cannot do and who's going to be there to back them and not back them. Exactly, and and not and and who's going to criticize them for 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 responding to demands that they do something? So you're you're kind of caught in this in the middle of this conundrum where you know on the one hand you've got the public and and business owners who are being affected saying do something, and then on the other hand you've got other people saying you know why why are you here interfering with my right to express a view or an opinion, and why aren't you just adopting what my view is? And in the meantime, our elected officials who are responsible for for responding to these issues are either silent or they're critical or they're you know they're they're not making a contribution to 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 better outcomes. No, it's a and it's a deteriorating reality, is it not? If we just look at and you mentioned previous protests, we're seeing more protests now or in the last number of years than we saw in decades before that. And the protests are becoming noisier and more direct, and we just talked about that. So it's a deteriorating reality, and nobody seems to be stepping up to deal with it. The protests are becoming more frequent. They're becoming more entrenched. The cost, not just in terms of the cost of the actual protests and trying to manage those protests, but the impact on the economy and and the knock-on effect when it comes to you know, businesses that permanently close or jobs that are permanently lost. 
it, it is becoming greater and greater. And, and that's why I say, you know, you referred to the paper. We need to rethink our approach and, and the people we elect who say they want to be responsible for, you know, creating the laws that are going to maintain the kind of society we have and, and, and have an obligation to then uh, protect those laws, they need to step up and, and, and participate in this. It's not just a policing issue. This is, this is a much bigger issue than just policing. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.